Before we begin our episode, did you know that podcasting is the most accessible form of syndication? The number of multimedia-ready mobile devices has skyrocketed in the past few years, and so has your potential audience. So start a podcast. Starting at $5 a month, HipCast lets new and experienced podcasters focus on their show. Leave the boring stuff to us. Sign up at HipCast.com. Listening to Keeping It Nerd. Welcome everyone to another episode of Keeping It Nerd, episode 39. This is the Captain Marvel. Wait, no. This is the Shazam review. DC's cap answer to their Captain Marvel, I guess, review. Oh, whatever it is. As always, I'm your host, Vince, and today I have my co-host, Nico Mustaho. Why don't you give everyone a nice little hello? Hello, everyone. Okay, so Right, we. This is. I mean, I, I have to say, what a time to be alive that we're actually seeing two Captain Marvels. I'm doing the air quotes right now. Captain Marvel movies being made in the same year. I. I don't think in I would the same month. Seen I think. Right. Yeah, they came yeah. out within a month of each other. Within a month of each other, not the same month, but within a month. Yeah, within like a yeah, thirty sorry. day. Yeah. Yeah. So this was uh, DC, the DCEU or the Worlds of DC, whatever they're calling themselves nowadays. This is their seventh movie in their library which i mean this was right after aquaman which we we kind of we gave it a a positive review i mean compared to justice league and uh the other uh, crap fest that they've given us oh and, and wonder woman was good but i mean um yeah we have we have this this iteration of captain marvel who actually they call him shazam or I mean, I, I was kind of confused. Like, do you know anything about this Captain Marvel or, or Shazam prior to watching this movie, Nico? Very little, but I remember just, um, I can't remember what, where I saw it because it was, it did confuse me because he used to be called Captain Marvel, right? And then I'm, I'm not sure when it changed to Shazam, 
but then I saw, I remember over the summer when I, or when this, you know, trailer started popping up, I kind of like did some wiki research and, um, yeah, it's kind of, I guess Captain Marvel was not, was his original name and it was a, um, previous comic owned, owned, uh, it was created by a previous, uh, or a separate comic entity that was later on bought out by DC and all the, you know, intellectual property was bought out by DC. But by then, uh, Marvel had created Captain Marvel, Carol Danvers. And so due to licensing, they couldn't call him Captain Marvel, or at least in the comics, he's referred to as Captain Marvel, but the comic had itself, the name of the comic had to be known as Shazam. So I, I was so confused because I was like, so is his name Shazam or Captain Marvel? And from what I understand is his name is actually Captain Marvel because he can't say his Shazam because if he does, he turns back into Billy Batson. So, but on, on the comics, it's always like the power of Shazam or just Shazam is the title of the actual comic. So other than that, I know very little about him except from what I've seen probably in cartoons um, like from the Justice League Unlimited series, um, and things like that. I know his his name is an acronym, uh, that that results in his powers. But um, as far as his actual anything else, like personality, character wise, uh, I'm I know very little about him. Yeah, so I mean, you know, basically as much as I do. I'm, I was I was lightweight on uh. Captain Marvel slash Shazam as well. I knew him just from like the animated series. Um, and I think there were like a couple of uh, DC direct to movie or direct to home videos. So that's, that was my extent about knowing him and maybe, Oh, and a, a couple of uh, the flashpoint uh, storyline when they, uh, they had, in, they ventured into his, uh, his branch of the story, which obviously was not the original, uh, you know, storyline, because we all know Flashpoint was just like some weird twist of like timelines and universes. Um, and then uh, as a like real quick, uh, you know, background between both of the Captain Marvels. Um, so you're right, Nico. Uh, the Captain Marvel of DC, Shazam, he was actually, uh, was it created in 1940 by uh, Fawcett uh, Comics. Okay. And, then in 19, and then 1991, DC acquired him. Uh, Captain Marvel in the Marvel Universe was created uh, December 1967. That was his first appearance. So if anyone wants to say anything, like wants to debate, whatever, like the Captain Marvel in the DC Universe did come first. So they have, no, but the thing about it is they may have shared the same name, but they could not have been more different. The Captain Marvel in the Marvel Universe had more of like a cosmic feel to it, had a cosmic background. He's even his power sets uh, see more, uh, you know, cosmic. And then, mm-hmm. uh, the Captain Marvel, of the DC slash Fawcett comics, he was more mythological. Like you said, uh, his name was an acronym for like, uh, like Greek gods and stuff like that. Right. Where, uh, is it, who is, it? uh, do you remember the Shazam, what the acronym was? Uh, Solomon. Yeah. I think Her- Solomon is what we, Hercules is another. Yeah. I, I feel Atlas? like Achilles. Uh, yeah. Maybe Atlas, Zeus, Z is Zeus. And then Achilles. Um, Oh, okay, so Atlas and Achilles, and then M Mercury, I guess. Yep. Yeah. There you go. That's that's right. So, so yeah. So what is that? One, two, three, four, five, five mythological um, 
gods and then Solomon, a biblical character? <laughs> Is that, I don't know, it, you know, it seems like they're grasping at the beat here, trying to come up with an acronym for him. But I was wondering that it's like, how, how are these all, uh, the, uh, Greek and Roman gods. And then we got one biblical figure, unless there's a Greek or Roman God named Solomon that I'm not sure that I don't, I'm not aware of, but as far as I know, that's a biblical. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure. I mean, I guess they were, they were just like mixing ideologies, I guess in this case, right. Of like yeah. biblical mythological, they're just like mixing them all up. So, ah, they're gods. Gods are gods. So yeah. they all fall in the same pool. Um, so that's, yeah, as far as the extent I knew about Captain Marvel, Shazam, whatever, or not. Um, what was your hype level coming into into this movie? Like, how, how were you feeling? Because, I mean, already we were kind of on the fence on, like, on the DC uh, universe, like, in their movies. I, for me, coming into this, after Aquaman, I was, I was, like, pleasantly surprised by Aquaman, so I was giving DC their 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 props and I was giving them like a pass I'm like okay that that last movie was was an actually was actually was was good it was nice it was you know nice to watch it wasn't I didn't have like too many negative things to say about it so now I wasn't as skeptical and I was more mm-hmm. open to to Shazam before before seeing like the trailers and I was thinking oh god this looks like big but with a comic book character and I, the the casting of Zachary Levi and things like you know things like that so but when Aquaman came out, I, I was like, I'm giving the, I'm giving Shazam a chance. Like, let's see where they're gonna take it. Where 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 were you coming into this movie? Yeah, I mean, I felt the same way. Um, Aquaman, I felt like was the bigger draw for me because I kind of want to see that. And then um, I didn't love Aqu- Aquaman, but it was I think I mean from what I remember rating it before, um, it was like a step in the right direction for DC. And so after seeing that, I was more inclined to see. This movie, I, I like I said, I didn't really know much about Shazam, so I didn't really care. And I I, I did feel like exactly um, what you said, that this was um, a superhero big. Um, and I mean, I think, I don't know if this was already added in, but as we'll talk about the movie, they they do kind of pay homage to that, um, that uh, factor, that it is kind of like a superhero big. I don't know if that was added retroactively or... Um, because everyone kept saying that, um, or if that was already planned from the get go, but, um, it, it seemed very lighthearted, which was something that we haven't seen, um, in the DC universe. Um, but it wasn't a huge draw for me before Aquaman. And then after Aquaman, um, I wouldn't say it was a huge draw for me, but I was more inclined to, to actually want to see it. Yeah. You, you, uh, you hit it on the nose with, the the lighter tone of the movie. I mean, we're going to go jump right into the movie now. Um, you could tell once again, this is not your Zack Snyder universe, DC universe anymore. I think we saw it, uh, already that change in, uh, Aquaman. It was more lighthearted. Obviously some of the jokes were, you know, a little over the top or corny ish and stuff like that. So coming into this movie, knowing that it was going to be kind of like a big of the, of the superhero world. Um, for all you who don't know what big is, uh, <laughs> we're I, definitely I, dating ourselves, aren't we? I feel, I feel, I feel bad. You should probably stop listening to this. Go watch it. Big was a great movie in the eighties. Had Tom Hanks, and that's all I, I want to say anymore. Um, they had a Zoltar machine, but all right. Anyways, so um, yeah, please watch that before uh, listening to this, so then you'll understand maybe some of the context here. But yeah, coming into this, 
you see that it has a different tone, colors are more brighter, the storyline. How did you feel about the villain that they had chosen? Because in the before this, we were all we were teased that The Rock had signed with DC to be Black Adam, and I was losing my shit. I was like going, "Oh my god!" Finally, the, the Rock, you know, someone who looks like he's deservingly needs to be in a comic book movie is a comic book movie and he's going to be in a role where I'm going, yeah, that guy's, that guy's pretty fucking powerful. I can, I can see him rocking that. And we, we did not get that. We just got someone else who I was totally unfamiliar with. Like I never even, like I said, like with my limited uh, knowledge of Shazam, like I, I didn't even know who Dr. Shivani was, but, um, yeah, what did you what did you think of this uh, of the villain that they that they decided to go with? Um, I'm with you. I had never heard of him, and that you know this is my limited background um, from Shazam, so I hadn't heard of him. Which I can't really decide if that was a good thing or a bad thing because not knowing who he was, I didn't have any expectations, um, and so you know I didn't have like this uh, bar that this. You know, Mark Strong, the villain who plays the villain, had to had to uh, reach for me. It's not like a you know like a Deathstroke or anyone where I was expecting anything. So I think that helped in that sense. But also, I, there was because there was no recognition. I kind of um, I was like on the fence as far as like did I care about his motivations and whatnot. Um, I think Mark Strong did a good job. Um, I'll tell you what, though, and, and uh, you know, a friend of mine mentioned this. I think that he's the best Lex Luthor we have in this universe <laughs> or, uh, you know, character yeah. to play. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel he's got the look and the uh, demeanor. Um, and um, so maybe, I don't know, I, I remember our Aquaman <laughs> um, episode. I talked about how Jason Momoa would have been a great Lobo. I'm thinking Mark Strong would have been a great um, Lex Luthor. But um, I mean, other than that, I, I was pleasantly surprised. I, I mean, Mark Strong is a great actor. Um, so I think he did what he could with uh, with the role he was given. And again, because I, I went in not knowing who he was, I think um, it was he, it was the, the villain served its purpose in, in the overarching uh, aspect of this movie. I think it was a perfect foil, I guess, uh, to, uh, Shazam. Shazam. Sh- Shazam. So, you know, the funny thing is that Mark Strong, he got a redemption actually, because this is the second time he's playing a villain in the DC, in a DC movie. Do you remember he was in, did you ever watch a uh, Green Lantern? Oh my God. I, I totally forgot about that. Yes, he was. He was, um, Sinestro and I'll, I'll I mean, People rag on the Green Lantern movie. I didn't think it was that bad, but I know it was it was definitely not great. And maybe it's because I had lower expectations. But I do remember Sinestro being one of the highlights of that movie. Um, and again, that played by Mark Strong. So yeah, so yeah. So it was good for him to see him back on the the you know comic book uh, reigns here because after that that downfall of that movie, you wouldn't think like oh I don't know if he'll ever want to do another comic book movie again. Yeah, but um, yeah, he he jumped right into it, and yeah, he he actually did a pretty good job. I like the storyline. They gave a proper motivation for him. Yeah, because uh, in the beginning, you see that he came from like a a home where 
God, that dad was an asshole. I mean, he just did not care for care for him. His brother was a dick. And then, you know, they get in that accident. And then, uh, what's his name? The the elder, the Shazam elder, who's going to be transferring the power, you know, contacts him to, you know, be the next Shazam, possibly the, the next uh, prodigal son of whatever, of wielding the power. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't get it. And then he gets consumed by the whole aspect of wanting to find it now. So yeah. I think that was a that was a uh, a good job on the writing, giving the villain a pro- proper motivation. It kind of I feel like they kind of uh, it could have gotten stronger. I feel because there were points where there were holes in in that whole uh, motivation. Um, he wanted to. He seemed like the kid was. If anything, how, how can I place this? Here, let me put here. Let me um, let me let me just jump onto this point right here. Billy Bastion, compare that kid versus the Doctor Shivani as a kid. Like, who would I feel more sympathy for? I would feel more sympathy for the Doctor Shivani. Uh, I'm forgetting what his uh, what his first what his name was before the Doctor. But um, yeah, I, I I felt more that he would be more deserving because he seems like coming from a broken home where he may have redeeming qualities, he seemed more worthy than Billy Bas- Batson. Because yeah. you get introduced to Billy and he's like a, he's like a jerk. Like he's over there uh, tricking cops. Fine. Yes, he wants to you know, try and find out his mother's uh, identity. Uh, I'm sorry, whereabouts because he's orphaned. But I just, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't find Billy Batson um worthy to be holding the Shazam name more than Dr. Shivani. And I think my biggest gripe with that, that was when, God, I'm forgetting that guy's name, but, uh, you know, the elder gives, uh, Dr. Shivani's, uh, the test, right? Young, young Shivani. So yeah. we're gonna call it, we're calling him young Shivani, the new rapper in the game, young Shivani coming at you. Um, he gets that test is going, are you worthy? And he, you know, he points him the way of that orb thing. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, uh, what was it? What was it? The seven sins or seven deadly sins type? Uh, yeah, it was like, a, well, it eventually becomes his eye. But yeah, it was like some, it was um, something that, some sort of power that would granted by the seven deadly sins um, in this case. But I don't know if they ever give it a name and maybe I missed it, but um, I don't know what it was called. Yeah, uh, I guess it's supposed to be like temptation. I think it's supposed to be, um, a, uh, what do you call it? It's supposed to uh, represent re- uh, temptation. So if you fall for temptation of be, you know, falling to, uh, you know, falling for the uh, seven deadly sins, then you're not worthy of that power. Which rightfully so. That's a good test. Like if you could fall uh, succumb to the temptation of greed, sloth, you know, things like that, then yeah, you shouldn't have this kind of power. So, yeah, I agree. He did, yeah. Sorry. I'm sorry. I was just, um, because I, I agree with you a lot. And the thing is when he's pulled out, um, into, oh God, I forget his name, the, the wizard's cave, right? The rock of something. Mm-hmm. Um, he's already, he's in a predicament right now where his emotions are, are um, kind of, you know, he's already upset because he's in this car ride and he's being belittled by both his brother and his father. 
and then he's pulled into this wizard, you know, where obviously he's angry because he was just being belittled. And then he's given the choice of, of power. And of course, you know, at that age, who wouldn't think of wanting revenge or, or making people who have hurt you pay for what they've done? Um, so I feel like it could have been totally different if he was pulled into that rock um, uh, by the wizard at a different point in his life. I think it was just at this, it was, it was bad timing at the time. And, at, and then at the same time, Billy happens to be when he, when he's brought in, it's brought in after he's done that kind of this like noble act. But before then you're right, Billy is um, kind of an a-hole. So I think, you know, juxtaposed to each other, those two like were just pulled, like it really was a matter of, uh, timing for both those guys. It could have easily been the other way around had they been pulled at different times in their lives. Yeah, exactly. And the the one grab I had in, in consistency was Billy never got the test. He didn't get the test of temptation. Yeah, and I didn't understand that. He was just given the power than, right off the bat. He yeah. was like, the wizard says, here, say my name, and that's it. I'm going, whoa, 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 whoa. You made, you made young Shivani, you know, go through like the temptation. Like, oh, are you worthy? Mm, can you withstand this? Like, okay. I mean, I guess the only thing I could think of is, like, was it after the, the sins had already been taken and uh, transported into the older Shivani? Is because they're no longer they were no longer there for that to be a temptation or a test. Um, yes, I believe so because I think he found he found his way in. But also, like my thought on that was, it seemed like the wizard was dying, and he it was just kind of like, well, I got to give my power to someone, and hopefully, this kid ends up being who we need him to be. Um, so I kind of got a little bit of that feel to it too. So again, it came just by chance that Billy was the last person who happened to be pulled in there to take the test. It was like, well, I'm not going to survive any much longer. So, but you're right. I think I'm pretty sure um, that Savannah had already gone in there and, and taken the eye and then, and then Billy, and then shortly after is when Billy um, is brought to um, the wizard's cave. So um, that could, yeah. I mean, if that was, I'm blanking. It's been about a week since I've seen it. So um, I think you're, you might be right in that case as well. Yeah. It was, that's, that's where I'm like, when you just mentioned it right now, like it's just all about timing and luck just because a wizard was like, Oh, I'm dying. I'm just gonna give it to anyone now. Like, fuck. I just, if Shivani just waited it out, he's going, don't worry. This guy's getting fucking desperate. And then, uh, no, 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 right no, in. now that I'm thinking of it, I'm sorry. Um, you're right. Uh, Savannah comes in and takes the eye and then Billy comes in because right after Billy comes in, the wizard dies. So Savannah couldn't have come in afterwards because then the wizard would have not been there to have that conversation with him. So you're right. Savannah had came in first, took the eye, and then Billy was brought into the cave as kind of the last hope, I guess. He was he was basically uh, Princess Leia. He's going, Billy Batson, your only hope. And then yeah. you just give him the power. Yeah. You know, it's like, give, him, give him the power, cross your fingers and hope all it goes well. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he, I mean, for a all knowing wizard, that was pretty uh, ballsy, pretty uh, like, you know, the last gamble uh, type of thing. But I mean, I guess it worked out. Talk about rolling your fucking dice, like going, oh, kid, don't prove, please don't make my last decision in this position, in, in this position. 
you know, a, a wrong one. Like, I don't want to be like seeing my brothers and sisters that he was talking about, like going, hey, remember when you gave that kid who's actually the complete worst, all the power of the world? Yeah, he, he's really fucking over the world now. Like, good, good job. You could have found anyone else. Which is funny because actually now that I think about it, they make, I mean, they don't show Black Adam, as you said, in this movie, um, but they make reference to him being the first person the wizards gave their power to. And that's when they realize they fucked up because, well, you know, they only allude to it, but Black Adam goes mad with power and uses it, you know, for revenge. Um, okay, you, you're teaching me something right now. Um, I didn't catch that. Is that who who the first first uh, person was was? Oh, you didn't see that. You didn't notice that. Oh, I I knew, I knew that I knew that I saw that story. I saw that part of the movie, but I, mean, I didn't put two and two together to say, like, oh, that's Black Adam. Black Adam was the first to be wielding this thing around, and he took, he got drunk with power. Yes. Um. Well, I think I think that's what happened. It's is they they gave him they gave him the power, and then I think. He used that power to seek revenge, um, which is another thing I remember um, from. I want to say it was one of the DC movies with Shazam in it, and 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 um, or maybe it was a Justice League Unlimited. But that's the other thing I knew about uh, Shazam was his arch nemesis is Black Adam, who was um, a original owner of like the Shazam powers. So. Um, yeah, but I mean, when they reference that in the when uh, the wizard gives Billy his um, powers, he's basically telling you, you know, telling Billy, hey, I fucked up once and we gave the wrong person <laughs> this power. And well, I'm just going to give it to you. I don't know if you're worthy or not, but here you go. <laughs> so uh, I guess a little minor, um, you know, uh, snafu in that that plot there, but um you know so, that was a plot hole yeah plot hole but i mean i guess that's speaking to kind of how much i enjoy this movie because i didn't really even think about it until now um and I, it didn't really like bother me it might bother me now that i'm thinking about it but um it was one of those things i just kind of like looked over because you know for the most part i enjoyed this movie so yeah, yeah. it was it, it was yeah it was like uh i'm, I'm trying to I'd say this the storyline was original. Um, I mean, obviously there is formulaic still, but overall with the story of you know the mythological powers needing to be transferred because uh, someone you know you know of a passing and now someone who has almost duplicate powers is going about to wield it the wrong way. Uh, it was it was it was it was something different that you hadn't seen before. Um, compared to like in the Marvel universe, right? Right now, we're not seeing anything like that, and in the DC universe, like nothing, nothing else like the well, nothing else was like that as well. Uh, let's see, what was the? Oh, you know what? I know we said uh, Mark Strong was uh, one DC villain that got, and you mentioned that he would be a great Lex Luthor. Mm-hmm. You know, you know who Lex Luthor was in this movie, though. Oh yeah, uh, Lionel Luthor from uh, Smallville. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was, noticed that too. He was the dad and he played a dick again. I was like, oh man, you just got the role of being a dick dad. That guy just has that face, you know? It's like, it's it's one of those things. It's like when you were saying in the Aquaman um, uh, review, seeing Willem Dafoe play a good guy is just, it's weird. It's a little disconcerting because he's just got that face. Um, and I felt like this, like there's certain actors that just have that persona. Um, 
I don't even know what that actor's name is, but as soon as I saw him, I clearly remembered. I was like, that's the, that's Lionel Luther from Smallville. <laughs> yeah. I was, uh, his name is John Glover. And yeah, you're right. Like when I was watching it, it didn't occur to me until like after the movie, I was going, fuck, that guy's so familiar. Who is he? I was going, I was like, oh wait, Smallville. It's, it's Lex Luthor's pops. I was going, oh my God, the dickhead, the dickhead dad. Like, oh God. Okay. I, I like how they, it was nice of uh, DC to kind of like bring back a couple of like, throwbacks into their uh, current properties mm-hmm. um, it, um yeah so as so as as we go on here uh yeah uh dr savani's tries to get his power um he comes drunk uh with trying or i'm sorry obsessed with trying to get this power finds the code of how to uh get back into the cave gets the wizard the wizard now transfer transfers the uh power to billy batson who, how, how did you feel about his his character overall in the movie both as a child and then as when he was shazam um okay so i'm gonna make another reference to big um so i mean i have to give a little background but for those of you that don't know big story about a kid who just wishes he was an adult right um so this kid i forget his name um wakes up one day and he's an adult and it's played by tom hanks um that character what's so good about that movie is i can see the kid in tom hanks and i can see tom hanks in the kid they almost seamlessly seem like the same person right i I love the acting for both I, i i didn't think i was gonna like zachary levi as um shazam um i was really impressed with um the the actor that plays billy bats and i thought he had some good acting chops on him um but i feel like there was a disconnect between when he's a kid to when he's a sorry shazam i didn't feel like they were the same person like other than seeing them transform and you knew they were the same person i would have guessed that they were totally different and i'm not sure if that plays off in the comics because i never read any shazam comics but it just seemed like he was kind of this uh really um just kind of like i wouldn't want to use the word depressed but um emo teenager kid right uh feels abandoned doesn't have a family that sob story and then when he becomes shazam i feel he kind of becomes like this jock bro who I'm going to go get beer and I'm going to go go to a strip club and I'm going to use my powers for uh, personal gain type of thing. And I just didn't feel like they were the same character. So if I could say anything else, I feel like they both, the, both actors played their roles perfectly or, or, or well, but I didn't feel like they were the same person. And that kind of um, was the disconnect that had between the two. If that makes sense. That's no, it makes total total sense. Um, so, run, one thing here, real quick. I'm going to make the correction. I've been calling the Doctor Shivani Savana. You you've been saying it right. I've been obviously saying it wrong. So, uh, oh, Doctor even been Sivana. Yeah, Doctor Savana, not Doctor Shivani or whatever. So, Savana. Um, anyways, uh, so Asher, Asher Angel is uh, Billy at uh, Batson. That's who plays him. He was a, he was a great uh, great casting. You know, um, is he in anything else? Do you know? Uh, let me look right here, real quick. I mean, is he from he, something, or is he like complete nobody? That was. Uh, no, I th- oh he's on the show Andy and Mac on Disney Channel. Okay. Um. Yeah, I, I don't think he's had like too much. Uh, Jolie, Jolene, another movie in two thousand eight. So, the kid has had some roles, but nothing like totally big. I think the biggest one is like Andy and Mac. I think he might have been like a main player in that series. Okay. 
Yeah, yeah. I, um, I didn't know if he was like a, a, a total a, a newbie or if this was, you know, uh, he'd been acting for a while and something that I just didn't know. Yeah, totally like fresh face of Hollywood. I mean, he still is a fresh face of Hollywood. Um, but yeah, you're right. It did. It seemed like it wasn't the same person anymore. Like you transform from one the kid to uh, Zachary, Lip, uh, you know, Shazam, and now it's like their personalities did change. You're right. You're you're this kid who who was like down on himself to try and look for his mom and whatever. And the minute he gets the powers, all of a sudden, yeah, hey, bro, like look at me. Look, look I have all these powers. I mean, it does give you some sort of realism to the fact that if I was a kid and I all of a sudden got these powers, I'd be like running around like, oh fuck, I want to try and see if I can do this or I can, or can I do this? Like I want to walk around like my shit don't stink. Um, let me go ahead and just like shoot, you know, uh, lightning out of my hands and whatever. I mean that, that was, um, I think that was a perfect representation there. Mm-hmm. There, there were points where I thought Billy's antics as both, uh, a child and when he was a uh, Shazam uh, grew grew old on me it was just like oh, okay I get it you're looking for your mom your mom who you thought was you know a great woman that you know you got lost which real quick in the beginning of the movie when I saw like the mom had lost Billy spoiler alert I'm sorry I didn't, I didn't put the spoiler notes here in the beginning but uh, spoiler um, when she when Billy got lost as a young child by his mother at the carnival I thought to myself, there's a major fucking plot hole here. Like, <laughs> you're, you're, you're telling me you just lose your child and you don't think to call the cops or stay at the same spot where you're, you last saw your child and look around the area? Yeah. I thought that was like a major plot hole. Um, we'll go into you know, the twist uh, in a bit. But yeah, after seeing that and then knowing that Billy is like, oh, he feels the abandonment and then he's been bounce around foster home to foster home looking for his mother and he, he was like shut, uh, shutting everyone out like, it kind of grew it grew old and then I kind of got I got irritated with the arrogance he started like displaying throughout the movie when he was just like oh fuck it like I have these powers let's get I get it like if you have if you're a kid who has these powers just like in throw it back to big right in the movie big Tom Hanks character when he gets uh I want to say his name was Billy, Billy too, but I don't think it is. Um, when he gets his, uh, when he becomes big and he's an adult, what was the first thing he did when he got his paycheck? He bought fucking toys. He bought all the pizza. Mm-hmm. Like he was so totally, totally irresponsible. So it was things like that, right? In that, in that movie, Big, where you're going, yeah, I can relate. If I was a kid and I was in New York and I had all of a sudden got found myself alone and like didn't have parental guidance anymore, or you know, parents to like watch over me and tell me what to, what not to do. Like, yeah, I'd go fucking like bonkers. So, but there was a fine line. I, I can see in that movie, there was a there was a nice transition of maturity. In this one, Billy never really matured at all. And I think it's, I think it's kind of like that in the comic book. So I, I, I kind of will give it like it's past because from what I've seen in, once again, the animated series like Young Justice and, uh, and reading a little bit in some of the, some of those uh, comic books, he still has the mentality of a child. So he doesn't, he is, he is still immature. Like he will still make fart jokes. He was still will, you know, get embarrassed around girls or try and be overly macho. But I, I just feel like on the screen, it could have been translated better because he didn't really show any real maturity until, you know, maybe towards the end. Even then it was still, 
kind of like forced already. Like I didn't see a transition. It was more of like day and night, like going, I'm immature. Okay, now I'm good now. Now I'm now now I'm gonna be a mature mature guy. I know I have to do good. My family is everything, and blah blah blah. Yeah, no, I I, I exactly like uh, he only grew up not because he came to any like uh, self realization or anything. It was only because he was put in a predict like a very serious predicament where he it was he it was for survival really right and the survival of his friends. So he had to grow up and. Um, kind of show a little bit more maturity. Um, but it ha- had that not happened, you know, I think he would still be up to those same antics and things like that. Um, so I, I, yeah, I completely agree with you. That's, um, it, it, that, that, that's the biggest kind of disconnect where I've seen is, is that, that, uh, self realization aspect was not taken. And sorry, I just looked this up by the way. Uh, big, uh, the character's name was Josh. So, oh, yeah, there you it go. It was bothering me. I had to like look it up, but yeah. Um, there you uh, go. But I mean, again, I, this is no. Um, I don't know what, what the criticism goes to, because I feel like both of them were very good actors, right? So I, I did not expect Zachary Levi to be as good as he did, and much like Jason Momoa and Aquaman, you can tell he's like just having fun with this role, like he. He he liked playing this character, and uh, I can definitely see like his goofy side in there that um, I think really played well in the movie. Um, I just it was the, just that kind of like little um, minor thing that irked me was where, where there was a, they just seemed like two different, very different people. Yeah, um, you so onto the antics that we we're talking about that they, that Billy was up to. Like, let's talk about the the supporting cast. Like, uh, I mean, I'd say he was. The third, third, like I would say, which is goes uh, Savannah, or I'm sorry, Shazam, Savannah, Billy Batson, and then Freddie, Freddie Freeman, the uh, Billy Batson's foster brother, mm-hmm. basically, right? I thought he was a great, great character in the movie. He, it was nice. It was nice to have him be like the levity for it all. Like once again, because he was the super fanboy, yeah, right. He it was so great seeing him like, I mean at, at points maybe I thought he would be a little a little much, mm-hmm. um, but I mean I'm after a, a couple of days of like uh, from watching it I let it simmer down I go, it's just a fanboy like it's like how I am when I go to Comic Con or whatever like he's over there showing off like oh yeah I'm a big Superman fan look at all these you know great clips like I got this you know bullet off of eBay with a certificate certificate of authenticity mm-hmm. that bounced off of uh you know. Superman, I thought it was great. And throughout the whole movie, you see his fandom just really like show. Like he was wearing every, every, I don't know. Did you notice like the wardrobe for Freddy? Like all of his shirts were like superhero shirts, like DC superhero shirts. I did. I was like, this kid's just shopping at Hot Topic or something. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I, I didn't know that because I mean, there was like, there was a one shot. I remember, I think it was getting going to school and he was wearing like a Superman uh, logo t shirt um, or something. Yeah. Um, I liked, I, I liked Freddy a lot. He, he was, the intro into the the superhero world you know he, he's how any of us would have acted if someone we knew was a superhero right and um yeah i, I liked his character a lot too i thought he became a little bit um uh whiny as well throughout the movie um because i think he you know he wanted uh to exploit uh 
Shazam's powers a little bit too. Um, <laughs> but again, back to it. I mean, you're what? What are? What would you say they are? Thirteen, fourteen years old in the on um, the movie. And if you're thinking, you know, and you know someone that has all these powers at that age, of course you'd be thinking about like, how can I use this for personal gain? So, um, uh, I think it, it falls in line with the character. I think he got a little, a little bit too whiny, but overall he was, um, a great portrayal of the character. Yeah. I, I, and I think in your, in response to what you're saying, he, he got whiny. I agreed with you. And then you, and then once again, like after sitting a couple of days, I thought to myself, you know what though? I understand why he's whiny. It's it's when he had that confrontation with Shazam when or Billy, whatever you want to call him, right? Because mm. um, you can't you can't say his name or he'll turn back into uh, Billy. So when Billy tells him, you know what, you're just being jealous. You're just jealous that I got I got chosen for this power. Yeah. And Freddie's like, no shit, I'm a fucking handicapped kid. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck? Like, why wouldn't I not be jealous? And it made me think of going, yeah. You know what? Like, if anything, Freddie was doing all those things, kind of like living through him. Like, oh, uh, can you do this? Oh, yeah, I'm friends with him. Like, please notice me as the friend of a of a superhero. Like, I'm a cool guy like that. Because yeah, at the end of the day, like everyone looked at him. He's probably like, oh, look at this, like, you know, this poor handicapped kid. Like, oh, I feel sorry for him, or I don't feel sorry for him because he's, you know, whatever. He looks weird, or he's got this, you know, disability. And you know, sadly, the world that you know we live in, like, there are some people out there like that. So. I I understood why Freddie became way the way he was. Like he, I wouldn't say he turned heel, but he he had those moments of like going, "Wow, that's going." You're you're being a little uh, opportunistic over here using using Billy as your uh, your 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 trophy. Oh yeah, I, I totally um, agree. And, and in fact, um, that scene um, was so well done. I I felt so much sympathy for him um as a kid who uh you know has a a handicap you know of course i mean he he wishes he could just be normal he walk normally um and then you know of course now he finds someone else that has all these amazing powers not only that but he's like been looking up to all these superheroes that have been showing up in the world in the dc universe (laughs) and this other guy you know gets his it's his wish, you know, you almost, you could almost see him if he was granted as those powers be in the same predicament almost as Savannah, um, because he's been treated the way he's been treated throughout, you know, uh, in his life. Um, I could see him easily turning heel when push came to shove. If, if, if it came down to it, um, because he, he's been, uh, disable all his life and now he's been given you know on uh, these god pow- godlike powers um i could definitely see him use it for personal gain and and to use it to um uh show others um or to i wouldn't say revenge i don't think he like he'd be a killer but i definitely think that he would um try and get back at those that have wronged him especially those two bullies that you know were there um the whole time yeah yeah you're right um and I, yeah you know i so you think Freddy would have succumbed to the temptation? He would have failed the test the wizard gives. I think he would have gotten the powers, but I think he would have. I, I think he would have been. See, that that makes me wonder. Now that I'm thinking about it, he seems so much more deserving than Billy in his case. In that case, um, and almost I want to say 
more because I think weren't they looking for someone who was pure of heart? I mean, if, mm-hmm. if I'm thinking about it, like Freddie is the heart of this movie. He's the one that like kind of gets Billy to come around, you know? Um, and it's not only until he's in trouble that he, um, uh, that Billy really does kind of do the right thing. Um, makes me wonder how come he wasn't chosen or even given a chance, um, to get those powers over Billy. Um, now that you mention it, but, um, I could also see it. I mean, in the same way that Savannah was tempted because he was, I mean, Freddie wasn't, didn't have an asshole father and a brother, but he definitely had his own demons. Um, so, I mean, if the writing was right, I could see why he would turn heel, why he would want to do that. Um, if, if given the chance, not that I'm saying he would, but I'm saying I could see why. Yeah. You know, and you did bring up another point when you said like why Freddie would be jealous, not only would he get the powers and not what, not only would he be, be uh, normal, but once again, he's a fanboy, right? So now he gets to join the DC universe or the heroes in this universe. Mm-hmm. Like, look, I'm one of you now. We could be best friends. Superman, you want to come over? You know, like, let's, let's go hang out. Or Batman, Nick, can I drive your car? I think that's, that's, I mean, I think that's why in my head I'm going, yeah, Freddie, Freddie was, was, was jealous too as well. Cause like, like this is my, this is my end to be with, with people that I look up to and you're not even trying to do that. You're over here at the top of the, whatever call it, uh, the Rocky steps, you know, for, you know, shooting lightning bolts for dollars, which that was, see, that was a point where I was just kind of like irritated with Billy and like the fact like, oh, well with all this power, I'm going to go on and waste it and screw around and, you know, you know, do like these, uh, street performances. It was, that, that was kind of like where it was like turn off ish. Um, another thing that I, I thought was something that could have been, uh, looked into or you know looked into more was uh, same thing with Aquaman like I said before god damn the soundtrack was horrible again <laughs> I don't I don't know what it is like they just can't seem to get their music right you, you know that that's the other no. thing that turned me off of this trailer I hated the use of the song humble in all the trailers it I just felt like off it was like forced like oh we're trying to be hip and trendy and cool um and let me add this, uh, you know, popular rap song into this trailer. I just, but I hated the use of that, that, uh, song into the trailers. I, I, I cringed every single time it played. Yeah. See, so if DC, you listen to this or anyone, uh, who works for the, the studios, like, like put some investment on the, on the side of, uh, your soundtrack, your score, your original scores or things like that. Cause I just, a lot of that, I always feel like things like that, small things like that can really elicit more emotion or elicit more of a positive response in a movie. Not to say I didn't like the movie. I liked the movie. It was great. Um, and I know it seems like I may be picking at uh, a lot of things. Um, oh, that's our job. Here's one thing that we, I mean. Exactly. I would be doing a disservice to the people if I did not at least play devil's advocate mm-hmm. here. Um, here's one thing. Before the movie, before we saw anything really, we were, we were treated to like stills of Zachary Levi in the costume, right? And... It was just a big like shitstorm of people saying that's a fucking fake suit. I mean, fake muscles. I can't believe it. Even I think you were on record on the last one. You just it just doesn't look real enough. Right? Yeah, I um, I was not a fan of the suit. Like it, it was very um, comic book accurate. I'll give it that. Um, 
I, I know Zachary Levi, I've seen pictures, like he's, he bulked up for this movie, but no way did he bulk up to that size. And so those muscles, um, you could tell there's padding on there and stuff. Um, that, my opinion in the movie turned around on that. Um, maybe I was just like, I, uh, I'd seen it enough and I was like over it, but it didn't really bother me anymore. I kind of grown, I wouldn't say to like the suit, but, um, it's not bad. And I, I, I don't know. I kind of feels like it fits the childish nature of, um, this movie. Like if, if you were to, you know, have a kid, uh, you know, tell them, Hey, you can make a superhero costume and you're going to be given all these powers. I almost feel like that's what they would come up with. Some like really bright red, uh, you know, boots, uh, some spandex and like this logo in front, um, with a Cape is exactly what, you know, some, you know, like a, a kid would come up with. So I feel like it almost fits the tone. It's a little, um, it's so in your face. Um, so it, I really didn't like it at, at, at to start off with when we first saw the stills, but um, I kind of, I'm over it. I, I don't mind it too much. It's, and I think it fits the movie well, like that lighthearted nature of the movie. Yeah, it, it was, I guess it brought more like a comic book feel to it. I mean, obviously we know this is not real, yeah. right? So it gives you more like, like, okay, so we're playing with it. Like it's not real. Um, the, the thing of, I love the costume. The costume looked Did great. you like it before? Like the details, the texture. Oh yeah, I liked it before, except for like, oh, I'm sorry. I like the costume. Now, do I like how it fit on a person? It was different. Oh, okay, I love okay. the costume. The costume looked great. Yeah, um, the, what do you call it? The details you could kind of see. The texture. Like all the little, all the texture on it. The Like I said, the big lightning bolt that lit up. The gauntlets that he had. The cape wasn't like overly too long mm-hmm. or whatever. It was. I thought. I thought it was great. And and once again, it was comic book accurate. It, it hit. It hit. It hit. The, hit it on the nose. I mean, I guess if Zachary Levi, yeah, you said he was. He had bulked up, but not enough. It would have been nice for them to somehow do like a obligatory shirt off scene, like all of the Marvel uh-huh. movies. Like they always show like, you know, like the guys are just like either walking through real quick without a shirt on or whatever. Just, just to be like, like, aha, proof in your face. I did work out and these are my muscles. It would be nice for something like that. It would been like, obviously once again, like if you, when he turned to Shazam, oh, I guess when he turns into Shazam, he, he's ready right in the costume, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I was gonna say like if he, when he turns to Shazam, like oh just just be like okay, hold on, let me uh like oh whoa, look at this, like you know, kind of like feel his uh, feel his body, like kind of like um how Tobey Maguire oh. was when in the first first Spider Man movie, right, where he's like kind of flexing the the mirror, and once again you're showing off like going fuck, like okay, this guy's fucking ripped. He's he's a superhero. He's a superhero, guys. Like that's why I think maybe they could have benefited uh, off doing one kind of obligatory scenes. Um, other scenes in this movie that made me uh, kind of like chuckle and once again lends to the fact that you're you're an adult. What are you going to okay. do? I mean, you're a kid in it. Oh, so Sorry, I just wanted to say, so because you're talking about things that made you chuckle, um, I, and I think DC has the problem that like their trailers are nowhere near as well cut as um, uh, any of the Marvel movies. And so a lot of the times I feel like they, they give away too much. I felt like they give away the whole storyline in Justice League and... Um, and like Batman v Superman, they keep coming out. And then Aquaman, they came out with like a five minute trailer and give away like huge action scenes. 
I feel like this movie would have been so much funnier. And I, I did chuckle a lot at a couple uh, places, um, even though I'd seen them in the trailer. But I feel like I would have laughed so much more um, and almost felt like to the extent that this was like a Marvel movie, that the lighthearted humor and that, that kind of like um, wittiness that they always have in their movies. Um if they had cut this trailer better, because I saw, I feel like a lot of the jokes were already in the trailer. So you were expecting it. Like when, when they go into the uh, little Mart, uh, the little um, quickie Mart, um, or when they're trying out and testing all the superpowers, right there, the, that mo- montage, I feel like there would have been a lot of funny bits in that um, in the movie, had they saved, you know, parts of those um, and not shown them in already in the trailer. Tell, tell me you didn't chuckle when uh, he went to the booty trap. <laughs> I felt okay. I, I I did chuckle a little bit, but also I felt like okay, you guys are just like you guys are kind of forcing this. There, were, oh, I can't remember. There was something uh, to the tip of my tongue too, but there's something that really made me laugh, um, and um, I can't remember what it is now. But there there were some pretty good jokes in this movie. Um, part of them, like I said, even though I saw them in the trailer already, it made me laugh again after seeing them in the, you know, in the context of the movie and then others that I wasn't expecting. And I thought, Oh, I got it. <laughs> and this is totally, this is, um, goes back to the whole big situation. Um, because in essence, he's a superhero, but he's got the mind of a, of, of a kid, right. Um, or the, the maturity of a child or a, a teenager. And the first time that Savannah shows up, right. And he's like, Oh, you're a supervillain. And he goes like, to like punch him. Right. And Savannah uh, catches his, um, his, uh, his punch. And so what does he do is he punches him right in the nuts. And I'm like, I was like dying. I was like, I wasn't expecting that because, um, he's like a superhero and you would never see that in a superhero. But then I thought, I was like, that's exactly what a kid would do if he was fighting an adult, you know, like you're trained to do that, like kick him in the nuts and run away. And I wasn't expecting that. And then, you know, he does it and it's like a super punch to the groin. And I felt it like I felt it in my own. I, I, I was, I was dying laughing at that. And I was, I usually watch these like at, at the, the early releases like on Thursday nights. And I saw this a week later because I was busy. Um, and so I was like in the theater with maybe like 10 other people. And I like literally laughed out loud and like saw people like turn around and look at me. <laughs> because they right there. They knew that they were dealing with a man child themselves inside yeah, of a theater. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that was, that was like um, uh, one of the biggest um, laughs I got um, that I had in the, in the theaters. Yeah, that, that was a good point. Like the fight, the fight scene, the first fight scene between uh, Savannah and Shazam. Yeah, you're right. He he comes in with an arrogant like, "Oh, you're a bad guy. Let me go." And he swings. He takes a swing. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That is the first instinct of a child. Like, oh, I'm gonna hit you in the nuts because I know that's where, you know, that's the most sensitive part. And I'm not here to play fair. I'm not. I'm not strategic. Like, I'm a kid. Like, what am I gonna do? I'm gonna hit you in the nuts. Like. Whatever and yeah, that's a good point. Like I didn't, I didn't put that together right now until until then. But yeah, that, I did, I did find that to be pretty, you know, pretty funny as well. Um, but back to uh, the other things that let's talk about the well, like the connection to bit another thing to big right. And how did you feel about that that scene where they did make a make a shout out to it, the whole piano scene when they're in the toy store. Well, this is once again that during the first confrontation with Savannah. They're running through the toy store, and all of a sudden, you see um, Shazam Billy. Uh, he steps on a on a, a 
big giant piano, electric piano keyboard, all of the scene in, in big. Yeah. Right? What? Did, how did you feel with that? Um, I liked it, and then I was like, of course, like that's the only one thing that made me um, uh, that made me stop and think was, okay, did they put this in because of all, um, you know, the internet buzz going? All this is is a uh, superhero movie based on the movie Big. Um, or was that originally already planned? Either which way, I wasn't expecting it. I thought it was pretty funny um, and kind of a good nod because this really is. It, it is a superhero movie, Big, and I like I like that they're they're venturing out into kind of like different genres um, and kind of making this like a superhero kind of like comedy as opposed to making it like the Snyderverse where everything is so dark and grim, you know, uh, Marvel is very good. I always compare to Marvel because how can you not the Marvel, you know, well, I guess I should say like Logan, uh, the movie Logan was a good venture into kind of like a superhero Western movie, right? It's a, basically like a, an all like a Western type movie with a, in the superhero genre guardians was like a more cosmic movie and, you know, Captain Marvel and in, in it's, in it's, um, essence was a buddy cop movie right so they're kind of like doing the superhero kind of different genre and they, they they spread spread out and i like that they're doing this with um dc so i i i like how that played into the movie as well especially with this you know it being like um as we keep referencing uh the movie big yeah you know the one thing that was complete opposite and big into this was like the parenting in big the parents were so like you know obviously worried that their son had disappeared and whatever things like that mm-hmm. right in this one the parenting in this movie all right uh, the foster parents aside because the, the those those two were that was a great uh you know part of the story where they are a foster family like a, a straight up blended foster family of five kids six mm-hmm. kids right uh and once a uh, good natured uh, people that want to take in uh foster kids and you know, bring them up, you know, raise them. It's, it was, it was nice, nice to see. And then you see the other side of the coin. First off, you had Sivana's dad, who's such a dick who ended up getting his in that boardroom scene, which real quick, how I thought that was actually pretty cool when they showed Sivana wielding the powers of the seven sins. Oh yeah. He was a total badass. He I just thought, like immediately, he was like, no fucks given and just threw that guy out the window. I was like, Whoa, that's pretty bad. Not just any guy. That was his fucking brother. That was Familia, man. He fucking oh, said, nope, out of here. Yeah. I believe that was his brother. Oh, okay. I just thought it was just like some board member who was like, maybe I didn't catch that. You know, just like, of course, they're going to add another like bully type person uh, to this to this movie and just show that he's been bullied all his life. But no, I didn't catch that. So if he's his brother, that makes more sense. But <laughs> Yeah, I was like, well, then, and there you go. That just shows you even uh, how much more of a kind of a badass he was in the in that in that aspect. Like he just, you know, no fucks given through through his own brother out the window. Yeah, what a sociopath. Yeah. I mean, not to say that the you know they didn't kind of deserve some sort of come up comeuppance. I mean, I don't know, being thrown out a window, but I mean, maybe one of those uh, suitcase wedgies that Freddie Freeman <laughs> was, uh, you know, given. Yeah. <laughs> but I was just like. When, when you see him wield that power, I thought to myself, like, okay, because coming into this, once again, the movie, I was hoping for Black Adam to to be the, the main antagonist. When it was Dr. Sivana, I was thinking to myself, I wasn't familiar with him. Like, I was thinking to myself, I know of Shazam's powers. Like, who the hell is Sivana, Dr. Sivana? And what kind of power set can he rival the super strength, the lightning, the speed, you know, all of that, 
you know, rolled, rolled into one. And then when you see it on screen, I go, oh shit, this guy is wielding the seven sins with like these fucking monsters. I'm going, okay, yeah, yeah, you, you, you are a formidable foe. I like, I like seeing you, this. So sorry, I, did you think uh, that they were gonna like? Because I obviously it didn't show him in any of the trailers, but did you think that Black Adam was gonna be in this movie? Yes. Oh, yes, I did. Uh, I gotcha. Where, See, I, I was. Oh, and I mean, not as a main antagonist. I just thought he was going to show up in some form, which. Oh, okay. I thought, I mean, I knew he was going to be the main antagonist and I thought maybe they'd be, they put him in like in a scene at the very end. But I, I just remembered them saying that they were going to do their own Black Adam movie, which was when they were going to debut that character. So I wasn't really expecting him. But yeah, then I can totally see where you're coming from in this, especially if you had like a more of an expectation of that. So. I wasn't let down by that, but I had hoped maybe they would have given us a little something. But yeah. But from what from what you're from what you you've taught me in this, if that whole whole story uh, story in the beginning with the wizard saying he had given the power to the wrong person before, and if that was Black Adam, so if they're gonna do a standalone movie of Black Adam, maybe it's gonna be a prequel of when he first got his powers. Yeah, that, right? yeah, I think that's what I'm thinking, and then somehow. Because then the question goes, if he was given the powers previously, where's he been all this time? Or what's, you know, I mean, the the whole Captain Marvel question, you know, it took Captain Marvel took place in the 90s. Then where's she been all this time? So um, I, I think they're going to go that route. But man, uh, God, if they had just given us a little something, like even if it was just just a silhouette or maybe the rock's face or something, at the very end, man, I would have totally lost it. Well, and you know, I'm like the biggest rock fan ever. So yeah. yeah. And and then the fact that it's just like, it's Black Adam, you know, and, and he's at least, even though I didn't read the Shazam comics, I knew him to be, uh, you know, the Lex Luthor to him, to, to Shazam. He's the main antagonist to him in all the comics. <coughs> Excuse me. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Black Adam. I, I, I'm anticipating him in the, in the sequel or or something, some manner already. Like, uh, give it to us already, Rock. God damn it! Like, stop fucking around, Rampage and skyscraper and all these other <laughs> fucking. Which, by the way, I saw I saw Rampage the other day on HBO. Oh my god! Uh, anyway, better than Baywatch. Uh, I don't know. I'm actually kind of leaning on, on Baywatch a little bit more. <laughs> oh wow! I thought I, I was like again. I wasn't expecting much from Rampage. But I figured, I mean, how could you go wrong with a couple of monsters blowing up, uh, you know, rampaging through the city? Um, but wow, I guess if that's your review, then I won't even worry about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let's see. Uh, so back, back onto the original thing about the parenting, right? So yeah, I told you we talk about uh, Sivana's dad being a jerk. You know who actually also, the big twist now, the uh, Billy twist, was the jerk was the mom. What a bitch. Like... Yeah. Wow. I could. Did you see that one coming? I did not see that coming. I I actually thought she was dead, um, and that was going to be the big reveal. Like, so, like you know, she maybe went into depression or was trying to find him, and in 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 trying to find him, she um, I don't know got hit by a car or something. Some accident happened to her, and so she's been dead this whole time. So yeah, that was a little heartbreaking. Uh, I wasn't expecting that little twist, and it was good because. One of the things that I, I I always criticize DC movies, I feel like they're learning from their mistakes. And one of the things that DC fails to do is kind of give us that heart in the movie. That's something that kind of makes us 
sympathize with either the hero or the villain. And I feel like that that was the, that turning point between uh, Freddy uh, having his little uh, scene where he was saying, hell yeah, you know, I wish I had those powers. Um, and then this scene where we find out mom was just kind of a deadbeat and didn't care to raise him. That was that was pretty heartbreaking. Yeah, it was. I mean, basically, you're telling me Billy Batson became like Joe Dirt in that one moment. <laughs> Right? Oh, could you imagine if Joe Dirt got these powers? Oh my God! How much would you love to see Shazam with a mullet? I would be. <laughs> he'd be. He'd be like, "Dang!" <laughs> oh man, somebody's got to mock up uh, a um, a drawing of that. I would love to see that. We'll get. I'll get Boss Logic on it. There um, you go. <laughs> so yeah, so you find out the whole time that I mean, it kind of put to rest that one hole I thought about the beginning of the movie of how Billy became an orphan, mm-hmm. but then it opened up another thing. I was just saying, wow, what a bitch. Like the reason why yeah, I never saw, we, like, we didn't see you like frantically looking for your child is because you're a young mother and you thought like, oh no, I, I saw you and I just let you go. I thought you'd be better off. I'm going, what a bitch move. And then you think she would have a redeeming quality at the end of like saying, okay, well, you know, now you're here. Like, I'm so sorry. And th- she has, she had no, she was unapologetic. She was even hiding him from, I guess, her now boyfriend or her husband, whoever was the gentleman behind the door, said, who's at the door? Oh, no, and it's just a kid selling newspapers. I was just like, what? What a bitch. And I, I like that Billy basically kind of stood up to her and he gave her that trinket back to her, that uh, compass, and said, you know what? This is for you. You need it because, like, you need to find your way. Like, that was, like, you're a cold heart and what you did was wrong and you need to find find yourself. That was just bullshit. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It was, um... I mean, and, and she she said she was doing it because she couldn't um, give him a better life. But it seems like she's just continued to be kind of a white trash mom, like living in a dingy apartment. And it sounds like she's got like, I mean, I don't know if you caught this. It sounded like it could have been like more of an abusive boyfriend type thing too, a uh, situation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and it just seems like she just continues to make bad choices in her life. So... Yeah, it was it was pretty heartbreaking that that you know that reveal. Yeah, well that that bad choice basically catapulted though us to the third act, the final act of the movie, in which you saw the the final the final confrontation with uh, Shazam and uh, Sivana with the seven sins. Which at the point when already when I said like oh shit, there's seven sins and Sivana like going how is he? I mean he already got his ass beat up and down in that mall and all over Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. I was thinking to myself like, how is he gonna do this? And I have to say. Funko failed me in this because they fucking spoil. They failed. The- they failed me in spoiling the movie because I saw Funko Pops with all the foster kids as Shazam. Yep, um, I didn't see Funko Pops. I saw. I think they might have been action figures or something, um, something like that. So, yeah, I I felt like well, actually, I had forgotten I'd seen that, and then like I like. When was it? When they're all in the cave together, they're all running uh, away from Savannah. Uh, that's when I, I, I remembered it, and I was like, "They're gonna, they're gonna split the powers amongst themselves." Um, so yeah, that was kind of a little bit of a, a letdown because I was already spoiled. However, I'll tell you, I was not expecting those act the the actors to be who they were. 
the superhero versions. So it was pretty cool to see um, a couple of cool cameos in there. Yeah, you had Adrian Brody, and then you had Megan Good. Yeah, it was it was nice. But like I said, once again, you had DJ Contra. I was just like, what the hell? Like, God damn it! You guys could have kept this under wraps. Just like there should be a toy embargo now too, because I don't like these fucking toys spoiling it for us. Like Lego sets showing us what's gonna happen in Endgame, yeah. or fucking like yeah, like a Funko Pop showing me like oh the family, the Batson family, or whatever the Shazam family becomes you know gets all these powers, and I was like oh, fuck yeah. I I and the only thing I knew about that I, I think it's in the books. I guess I'm not sure, but when I was reading the Flashpoint series. Um, in the Shazam storyline, the kids actually were all had to be one entity. They all said Shazam at the same time, and they all became Shazam. Yes, it wasn't just like they weren't individual Shazams. Like when they all said it, they all became. Like, it was a kind of a Captain Planet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With your powers combined, uh, yeah. The uh, the five foster kids uh, all said it together, and then they became Shazam as a collective. Um, yeah, I do remember that. Which if I can comment on this, so after um, the um, watching the movies, then I went back and read some of the reviews and, and, and read kind of what people had to say about the movie because it got a really high rating on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. And apparently a lot of the reviews said, or a lot of the negative reviews of not critics, but like um, fans said that um, this movie was almost a page for page like taken from the the Shazam from New Fifty Two, like this whole like down to Savannah and the Seven Sins and um, the Shazam um, kids, like all of that is in that first run of uh, story arc of Shazam from the New Fifty Two. So they basically took that whole like comic, or however many issues it was, and almost um, I, I've read even like shot for shot basically adapted it for the screen okay well then if that's what it is then i'm gonna i will since i have the dc streaming or dc online universe whatever we call it geez louise i've had this problem with jeremiah in the last episode i don't know what to call it but i'm gonna i'm gonna watch uh i mean i'm gonna start reading the new 52 shazam uh so yeah so we get through this obviously the good guys will win Shazam, you know what I, I liked also about this movie was the fact that they did not do a Marvel thing. They did the same thing they did in Aquaman. They did not kill off Savannah. Like they, he wasn't a one-off villain. They kept him. They kept him alive. And obviously, once again, you'll never know like where where he is in the future. Yeah, and so we had ta- texted about this previously, but I, I was in the theater, and then the credits were rolling. You know, obviously, you sit and wait for end credit scenes, and then all of a sudden. The power goes out and I thought they had stopped the movie for some reason. And then, you know, they told us the power of the theater went out. So I didn't get to actually watch those end credit scenes. So I had to read them online and, um, and then you watched it after me and I told you that there were two end credit scenes. How did those play out? Did, did, were they, was it worth it for you? Oh, it was worth it for me. A quick uh, side story was, uh, I went to watch this with my friend and his, uh, seven, no, no, I'm sorry. Like, uh, five, five, Uh right. And it was funny because, um, you know, what's the attention span for a, a five-year-old in a theater, right? Like, they can, you know, they can be sitting there for a while and they get restless. So after the movie, like, he sees the credits and, you know, he walks down the aisle already and he's waiting waiting for us and he's like, he's calling my name. He's like, going, come on, the movie's over. I'm like, and I'm like, shh, buddy, I know. I know, don't worry. Like, there's a little bit more movie left. And he's just like, come on, what are you waiting for? It's over. And I'm like going, no, 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 hold on. And sure enough, like, oh yeah, you see the first credit scene. When you see... Oh. That worm that was in 
that was kind of in a glass case in the wizard's cave in the beginning of the movie, which later on you see got he gets broken out of during the confrontation between Savannah and the wizard. You see him come back. You see um, Dr. Savannah in like a mental institution. Mm-hmm. And then you see this, you hear a voice and then you see the the worm, which I didn't know who it was. And you told me it was Mr. Mind. <laughs> and I, I know, I don't even know. Who, I have no idea who that is. Even when I read it, I, I had to like Google who Mr. Mind was. That's the other thing. It's like, I didn't even notice the caterpillar in any of the scenes. So I was like, what caterpillar are they talking about? So I was completely lost. Um, and then I had to read about it. And they, you know, I kind of Googled, did a search for Mr. Mind. And I, I saw that he's some sort of caterpillar. Yeah. And then yeah. I told you about it. And I was like, I have no idea who that is. Either. Yeah, it was. So that was the first one. The second one was like a throwaway type deal. It was um, another test that Shazam was doing. He was t- trying to talk to fish. Basically, he had a fish bowl up to his, and he was looking at it, and he's like, uh, you know, trying to, you know, he's looking at it with such concentration. And Freddy says, "Well," is it going? No, I can't talk to fish. <laughs> and he's like, "What?" And he's like, "Why would I want that power anyway?" He goes, "Hello," and then he shows, uh, Freddy shows him the Aquaman shirt. He's like, "Going, hello, you command the, uh, you know, the millions of the sea." Uh-huh. And then you know, that's, I mean, that was about, you know, that was about it. But then the first Easter egg scene it kind of went over my head because I didn't know who Mr. Mind was. So it was kind of like hard for me to get amped for like, like oh shit, there's going to be a sequel until I read up on it. And I'm like, going, oh, okay, so he's like Mr. Mind, I guess you could say, no pun intended, is a mastermind. He gets together the Monster Society of Evil in which uh, Black Adam is a part of in one iteration. Um, he's part of and Sivana's part of. So I don't know if this is going to be like... Uh, because obviously we saw what was that movie with was it uh, just was it Justice League yeah it was Justice League, right? When we saw just uh, Deathstroke and Lex Luthor, yeah, like the Legion right? of Doom. Which I, yeah, I obviously got amped up for that because I knew I was familiar with those two characters. This one I was kind of like going, I don't know. So now I'm not sure if this is supposed to be saying like we're scrapping the Legion of Doom or you know whatever, and we're gonna go with the Monsters of Society of Evil. That's gonna be our new like group of baddies that we're going to try and promote now so either way like you get black adam like just, just get me black adam Let, let's let's do this now like uh, let me let me see what uh the rock versus uh levi like exactly levi let's 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 get let's, let's, let's get it on and if i can comment on 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 that whole thing real quick you know i mean there are obviously been the rumors that you know Batman, uh, Ben Affleck's out of the DC universe, right? Uh, there's a new Batman coming on called the Batman, uh, Batman movie. Um, and it's supposed to be a younger Batman. Um, and then you see all these DC movies where they, they seem to be unrelated, like the Joker coming out, uh, coming out in uh, October, I believe. And then you hear these rumors that Henry Cavill is no longer be Superman. Um, the final shot of this movie is, Shazam coming in to the lunchroom, right? And he's like, oh, and I brought a friend. And it's Superman, but it doesn't show a headshot. So really, it could be anybody. It's just, it just shows from the chest down where someone wearing the suit. Uh, I felt like that was a cop-out. But, I mean, at this point, what do you think? I mean, do you think, like, do you think Cavill's out? Do you think, at this point, DC is still trying to create um you know a stitched together universe or are they just in the business of let's just make individual movies that are good now i think they well there was a post that cavill had before it was kind of cryptic where you think that he's stepping down from the mantle of superman and yeah you're right the was a cop-out and you don't understand like 
are you going to just basically leave a blank slate with a Superman, like, and then later on you'll fill it, fill in the blanks later, and you're creating a whole new world? Um, because you still have Aquaman and you still have Wonder Woman, but once again, they're they're being they're being recognized in this universe, this Shazam yeah. universe, DC right. universe. So, and if if the Aquaman is the same there, right, then that means Superman should be the same because. Jason Momoa is already in the, you know, Zack Snyder verse of DC, and then obviously this Worlds of DC, whatever you know, production. So it's. I hope. I think. I think Henry Cavill and DC are still, uh, still have a chance, and I'm hoping. I think he has also made it known. Like I will. I'm open to coming back. Like let's. Listen, you know, let me give this, you know, another shot. Let me, let me show you, like, I can, you know, we can do this right. So that'd be that'd be great to see. Um, where would you say this movie ranked now amongst the, the out, out of the seven? So where is this like out of the DC movies? Uh, top three, top three for sure. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll say the same thing I said for Aquaman. This wasn't like th- this. This was a good movie. I didn't like love it. I'm like, or you know, it's not something I have to go out and get on DVD right away. But I, it's showing that the DC is making steps in the right direction, and if they continue in this route. Um, I'm slowly getting hyped for what they could come up with. And at the same time, I think they, even though they've created this universe, I feel like if they just stop forcing it so much and just make good movies, it'll come together on its own. You know, like if they don't have, they're trying to compete with Marvel too much. And I think they just make good movies. They have all their characters, you know, um, Marvel had to fight to get all their characters. Um, and started with second-rate characters, you know, with Iron Man and, and or you know, B-level characters. They have Batman, they have Wonder Woman, they have Aquaman, they have all the Justice League members. There should be no reason that they can't make good movies or good storylines. So I, I feel like it's it's a step in the right direction. This is definitely top three. I would say Wonder Woman, and then this uh, Shazam, and then Aquaman underneath that, and then after that, it doesn't even matter. Just roll the dice and wherever they land um maybe bet maybe the original superman um or superman uh man of steel man of steel yeah maybe and then after that maybe bbs and then justice league and then suicide squad am i missing something no that's about it yeah 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 i have this you're right i have this in the top three i have wonder woman aquaman then this Um, I, 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 I believe you're right. They are stepping in the right, uh, direction, the future of their films. I look forward to seeing what else they've got. I think I found the, the, the thing that we've no, I've noticed in all the previous films that, that weren't so successful. Mm-hmm. They were all with the pr- pr- production company was the Rat Pack Entertainment. And like the last three movies, like Aquaman, Wonder Woman and this one was not. They were all on other other companies. I think this was New Line Cinema. Um, yeah, I noticed that. Aquaman that was the first time one. I was like, "Whoa, I haven't seen that um, that logo in a while." The the New Line Cinema. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's like the the thing. So get rid of Rat Pack Entertainment DC, and you'll be, you'll be on your way. Uh, so um, before we leave off in this episode, uh, Nico, where can everyone find you? Um, I'm on Nico Suave on Instagram. That's spelled N W E Q O dot S U A V E. I'm uh, I have a private account, but if you let me know uh, you're a friend of the podcast, I'll uh, go ahead and add you. Great. Uh, you can always find me, uh, Vimastaho09 on Instagram. 
And you can find me, Vinsanity09, on Twitter. You can always find us at Keeping It Nerd on our Instagram. Send us emails to uh, Keeping It Nerd Podcast at gmail.com. Always, everyone, please like, rate, subscribe, comment on all of our social medias, download this episode and other fine episodes in our library. Everyone, keep it real and keep it a nerd. Yeah, check the podcast. Nerds about the broadcast. About to drop some knowledge on your brain with all these hot facts. Gaming, anime, and even comics got you covered. I'll just listen to this intro from this budget Donald Glover. Yeah, we'll take your mind up on a trip like Rick and Morty. Like we jumping through these portals. Trust me, none of this is boring. And they cover all these topics. Start an A until the letter Z. Attack on Titan all the way to Zoro. That's more than one piece. Keeping nerd or nothing. Yeah, you know that is our motto. And if you listen to us, that's the motto that you follow. Got the host with the most. He got moves like he's Star Lord. All these haters shots they missing like a star wars far more content than you could even ask for put it on your phone and then just stick it to your dashboard tune in anytime and they will probably have your fandom but now just kick back so you can listen to the anthem keep it nerd keep it nerd what's the hot facts you don't need your eyes just put down your contacts growing up because you know we got a bomb cast it and then just listen to the geeky is the podcast keep it nerd keep it nerd what's the hot facts you don't need your eyes just put down your contacts growing up because you know we got